Hey everybody and welcome to another great episode of My EdTech Life. I am your host, Fons Mendoza, or you can find us at My EdTech Life uh, on Twitter. Thank you so much again to all of you listeners, supporters. Thank you guys for being here this morning. I know many of you may just be waking up. Some of you are getting that first cup of coffee, maybe that first bite of breakfast. But if you're here joining us, thank you so much for all of your support because today we have an amazing show. We have the amazing Kimatina here today. So we're going to be jamming it up with Jamboard. So for many educators that are out there that are looking for great resources that work with uh, what you may already have as far as Google Meet is concerned, or you're looking for just that great tool that can definitely help you with your uh, remote distance learning, hey, you've come to the right place because there's none better than Kim Matina that's going to share these amazing resources with you today. Kim, thank you so much for being on our show. I know I was on your show recently, but now it's your turn to be on the show. And I just love this because it's that hashtag paying it forward. So thank you so much for now being on our show and just sharing your wonderful resources with everybody. So just in case our audience members don't know, just give us a little bit of background, uh, you know, where you're from, you know, some some of the projects that you work on, things of that sort. Just, you know, let them know who you are. <laughs> well, first I wanna say thank you for having me on. Uh, Alfonso, this is um, a great way to start a Saturday morning. I usually uh, work on the Sweet Talk at uh, Monday evening, so this is a whole change for me. So <laughs> thank you for having me on and having me um, connect with your audience. Uh, my name is Kim Atina. Um, I am a technology teacher at um, a middle school in New Jersey, and um, I host my own show, The Sweet Talk, which is a show about um, really um, paying it forward and helping other educators uh, effectively use technology in the classroom. And I'm a gold product expert for the Google for Education team and a Google certified trainer and educator. Awesome. And I know that you are, you said New Jersey in that area. There's definitely something in the water. And I keep saying this, Kim, New Jersey definitely has a lot of wonderful tech educators that are out there. I know I have, I've had Bruce on the show here. You know, I've been on your show and so many other wonderful people. So I, I may just need to take a trip over there and maybe just jump into the river and get some of that ed tech knowledge, so, you know, because it's just amazing. But again, thank you so much. And guys, if you want to visit um, Kim's page, you see the banner uh, going down here. Just go to the sweet talk. Dot com. You can visit her page and she's got some great resources. But today we're going to be talking about Jamboard. So I'm really excited about this because we're definitely going to be jamming it up. So Kim, first of all, just I know I kind of briefly mentioned, you know, that Jamboard is a tool that can be interactive that teachers can use. Uh, give us your perspective. Tell us a little bit more about what Jamboard can do. And I know that you've got some great resources and demos for our teachers that they can see. So I'm definitely excited about that. So the floor is yours, my friend. Okay, so um, Jamboard is an app <clears throat> and it's part of the course suite. So it has to be enabled if you're using a Google for Education domain and it can be found in Drive. So basically you think of Jamboard as a digital whiteboard and it can be accessed through Google Drive or through the Google Jam app um, and it's free. So there's no cost to it, which is awesome. Um, but some people do get mixed up with um, the Jamboard web version and the Jamboard app and the kiosk. Um, so really the only cost is the kiosk, which is really the big screen. Um, and that you'd have to get, you know, purchase through an authorized dealer, but the web version can be accessed through Google Drive or you can go to jamboard.google.com and that's free. And then the Jamboard app, you can download it to your mobile device and that's free as well. Wow. So, so many different ways of accessing this wonderful tool completely free. So you heard it here, folks. It's found in Drive. You know, you can access there and also on mobile devices. And we know how important these can be now, especially now during remote and distance learning. Uh, you know, students having accessibility maybe to only mobile devices at some times or at some points. So it's great that you can find that tool here in hand, ready to go. Awesome. And so you gotta 
keep in mind too, like the web version and the app version, there are similar, you know, they're a little bit different. You know, the app may offer more features than the web version, but they're still very productive. You can still get the job done in both um, versions. So I don't want to deter anyone because of that. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks, Kim. So, hey, let's start jamming it up, Kim. Let's go ahead and put your screen up and then that way. All right. Share with our teachers, our viewers, our listeners, all the magic about, all the Jamboard magic, I should say. So really excited about this. All right, here we go. All right, so you can see my screen, right? Yep. Okay, so I created an agenda today using Jamboard. And we're gonna try to go over all of these things. Um, but if not, then these resources will be available to your audience through um, my website. So the first thing that I want to tell you, again, is that Jamboard can be accessed through Google Drive. It's, it's a core service app, so it has to be enabled in your domain. So you have to contact your Google administrator for that. So if I go into Google Drive and, and I go to the new menu and I go down to more, you'll see Jamboard listed there. So that's basically how you can access Jamboard from Drive. And this is what comes up, okay? So the first thing I always tell my teachers is really to give it a, a title. So we'll call it uh, My EdTech Life. All right, you always wanna give any files in Drive a title so that um, it's easy to find later on. And this is the web version again. So this is my black, blank canvas, okay? On the left side here, I have a menu bar. Uh, this is my pen tool. So I can select any type of pen that I want and uh, any different color. And you can see, you know, that the pens, they'll, you know, they'll give you different thicknesses and so, so on, okay? This is the eraser tool. So I can go through and erase anything that I want. This is the select tool. So if I wanted to type, or have a picture on here and move it, I would have to click on the select tool. Uh, this is the sticky note. So it's kind of like a post-it note for your um, for your jam. So, and in here I can select a different color for the note and it appears there. Now, here's a little trick. If I just wanted to um, just type with no color, so it looks like, uh, like kind of like a text box, but you know, um, without the, the color background, I can just um, uh, select no color for that post-it note. And then if I take the select tool, now I can click and move it around and I can make it bigger, I can rotate it. So to select the select tool is really your friend. Oh, that is awesome right there. Definitely Isn't see a lot cool? of possibilities there. Yeah, I mean, it's like just an interactive whiteboard that's already built in, integrated with Google. And I mean, this is just amazing. It's just all there, all in one nice, tight little package. <laughs> yeah, so any, and then here's another tip too. So anytime you see a three dot menu or three dots, it's a menu. Um, and I can edit this object if I wanted to, uh, change the color of it. If I wanted to change the color of the post-it note, um, I can duplicate it. I can delete it from here and um, I can put it in an order. And the order is, is a new feature. So similar to Google Slides where I can order objects forward or back, mm -hmm. I can do the same thing in here as well. Um, another new feature of the web version is the shape tools. So I can insert shapes and I can come up here and fill the shape. I can change the color of the outline and I can um, insert another shape and I'll show you the order here. So we'll do red and then blue. And then just say I want the blue circle to be on top mm -hmm. of the red circle. I just click on it, click on the three dots, go to order and I'm gonna hit uh, bring to the front. So those are new features in um, in the web version that you can utilize. Uh, another nice feature is uh, the text box. So the text box 
is really new for back to school as well. And it's just gonna allow me to, um, to type in here, you know, information in a text box. Again, I have the three dot menu, but what's nice is that I can format this information. So here I can put a title, make it more like a title, um, make it more for display. I can change the color of it and then I can justify it. So these are really like, to me, the, this is priceless because we were missing this before. And with the new update that came out, um, the text box and the order features are, are new. The shape tool is new in the web version. Now, that's awesome, Kim. I just wanted to throw that in there that when we first started, you know, in March, uh, you know, and started training, none of these features were here. But I know that a lot of educators, you know, gave feedback. And so I just really want to give a shout out to Google for just being just uh, very proactive and being always listening to the teachers and, you know, trying to hear out what it is that they need, because they're pretty much just taking that feedback, seeing, okay, let's go ahead and make this happen. And now having this available, like you said, is definitely a big plus right now, <clears throat> excuse me, at this time. So thank you, Google, for always listening to our educators. Yeah, they def. I mean, I'm part of that team and they definitely do. They take your feedback and they prioritize it. And then um, they, they do try to address the more popular or the most um, commonly feedback, you know, um, issues um, and apply it for the next update. So that's, this is a nice transition um, because if you want to leave the team feedback um, for any issues or, you know, future updates, um, you click on the three dot menu and you go down here to send feedback to Google and you can include a screenshot of what you're referencing. And up here, you would just explain, um, your, you know, your issue or maybe your idea and, um, you just send it to them. So that's how easy it is to send the team feedback. Oh, wow. There you go. Teachers, just in case you were wondering, and maybe there's some features that you can find very useful. Hey, just go to the three dots right there next to share and send feedback to Google. And like Kim says, she's part of that team. And of course, they prioritize and just trying to help out and making sure that they get those tools in your hands and in the hands of the students to just make things a lot easier. So awesome, awesome. Kudos to Google for that. So what I want to do next is I'm going to um, I want to go to a new frame. So each page on a jam is called a frame. OK, so you have the jam, which is really the file that you find in your Google Drive and then each page. So if I click up here to expand the frame bar, um, this is one frame, okay? So I wanna add a new frame. So I'm gonna click on the plus sign here and you can see that I have another frame. Um, so what I'm gonna do here is go to frame number two and it's a blank canvas again. Um, so what's really cool is that I can change the background for my frame. So this is awesome if you wanted to um, have graph paper, you can change the background to graph paper. And now this becomes more of an interactive frame for you and or your students because you can have them graph right in here. Um, another thing that you can do also is I can go to frame number three. I can change the background to black or blue. And now um, addressing accessibility for those students that need that contrast. So if I wanted to, I can um, I can actually go into, you know, I can put a post-it note in here or a text box, or I can actually write something in here. Um, and I can, you know, see the, the contrast here on this page because the blue background. Um, so let me try to add a text box and I can just put, you know, another text box in here. I, I can change this color to white and it's now you're not only, a, you know, giving your students information, you're accommodating those students with special needs because of the accessibility and the contrast mode. 
So this is a really nice way of looking at um, an interactive whiteboard and making it accessible um, for your students using these types of contrast and tools. That And that is great. That is an additional use case there for uh, Jamboard. And like you said, it's it's all about accessibility and meeting our students where they're at. And of course, we, we have to meet them remotely in their homes through the use of a device and but don't feel like you can't help or you can't reach out to them or you know get through to them because as you can see kim is showing you some great ways that you can implement some of those accessibility features to help your students that need supports so that is awesome yeah and you know what what else is nice too is that i can carry this background throughout my entire presentation or i can customize each frame for a different background so you can see here i have the graph paper mm -hmm. here um, and if i wanted to i can add a text box um, and i can have here like an equation oops i have to change my hold on my ink uh, so if i change and add the text box and put an equation in here. Um, and I'm going to show you how to app smash with this in a little bit. But, you know, you can do something like this. Um, you know, I'm not a math teacher, so the you have to excuse the equation if it doesn't make <laughs> sense. Um, but you can definitely have your kids graph in here, graph linear equations using the graph paper background. Um, if I wanted to open up a new frame, I can go to the background and have, uh, you know, like a notebook style paper. So now this becomes an area where students can um, brainstorm or take notes, which is really cool. Um, and they again, they can use the post-it note um, option here or um, they can actually use the text box option here and just start taking notes with that. Um, another thing that they can do also is if you just say you have elementary students, if you change the background to the dots, now you have an area where student you can make students um, make patterns and connect the dots and color code if necessary. Um, especially if you're using the Jamboard app on an iPad, um, it, now it becomes a touch screen and students can use their finger or stylus to, to connect the dots and make a shape or tessellation or whatnot. So there's so many possibilities here for students and teachers to use just with the background. I mean, and then I didn't even show you this, Afonso, this add image. So you can add images from your device from a Google search image or your Google Drive. So let's just do Google image search and let's just say oh, I'm going to search for a pumpkin and it brings up my Google search image results and now I have um, you know images from Google search right in my Jamboard. So if I wanted to have students manipulate pumpkins for um, a math sentence I can have, um, I can duplicate it. And now, you know, if I wanted to, you know, resize all of them, let's just do this. I should have did this first. So if I resize them, oops, hold on a second. I'm gonna delete this one and duplicate these. So now you can see here for elementary students, if I wanted to make like math manipulative uh, activities, um, I can have my manipulatives up top and then I can have the students drag and drop different, um, you know, objects or different shapes um, and create some type of math sentence or algebraic expression. And I can, and now it becomes more of a manipulative hands-on activity. So there's so many possibilities with Jamboard. I honestly really um, always say that Jamboard is a big giant blank think space <laughs> because there's so many ways of using this um, from steam to math, to science, to music, to art. It's, it's everywhere. So, you know, you, you just have to really think out of the box when you think of Jamboard.
Oh, yeah. And this is one thing that I love, Kim, just uh, like you said, just for math, even just that visual, making that connection visually with the students and those manipulatives, although, you know, there isn't anything tactile like you would be in the classroom where you may be using some base 10 blocks or you use the little teddy bears. But for somebody in elementary level, you know, maybe kinder first, they can see these, they can manipulate it, the teachers can just create, you know, those uh, math sentences. And then the students, just like you said, drag and drop, they can go ahead and circle, they can do all those things. And that's what I love about it, that it's interactive, the students can you know, manipulate. So you're still hitting those multiple modalities of learning the visual, the tactile to some extent, because they need to either work with a mouse or they're doing touch, um, you know, and, and they're still manipulating. And I think that that is great. And I, Honestly, what you said about this being a big think space, uh, this is something that we used a lot during our uh, innovator uh, academies, you know, and just really just thinking. And like you said, thinking outside the box, everybody's all in one space, putting in notes, putting in their ideas and, uh, you know, working together on designing. And this is something that is amazing. Yeah. So here um, I was like as you're speaking i'm thinking okay let me show you know like that it can be used for timelines mm -hmm. or flow charts or anything like that so here you can actually create a flow chart if you wanted to um and here's my let's say um we'll put a diamond in here for a decision and now I want to connect the two. So now I want to create a line. So I can hold down the shift key and drag my line to my object. And now it's a straight <laughs> line. So, and that goes credit to not me. I saw that from um, Julia at Gifted uh, Talk on Twitter. So she figured that out and, and, you know, now I'm able to share that with you and your audience. So, which is cool because, you know, sometimes it's hard to draw a straight line using a mouse. So yeah. all you do again is just click on, hit the shift key, hold it down and just drag. And now you're able to draw lines that are straight. Awesome. So that's pretty cool. And <laughs> then another thing. Yeah, it's really easy. And, you know, again, like if you needed to put in here, you know, words, you can, you know, let me change my display back to normal. Um, I can put in here, you know, oops, I can put in here, you know, if it's a decision, I can, you know, put yes, it's going to be a decision that it's going to be a yes answer. So an action is going to happen here. And if it's a no answer, then it's gonna go into the opposite direction. And then I can actually, um, you know, if I wanted to, I can make another box here and, you know, put inside the action what would happen if yes was selected. And if it wasn't, then it would, you know, go to the other side. So, and I would have, you know, no actions here, whatever, you know, actions, whatever action I want to happen if a no was selected. So mm -hmm. this is, this is a great way for students to um, visualize their, their workflow or their thoughts or their thinking process, because not everyone can um, comprehend with text. Some people need to comprehend with visuals. And this is a great way for them to document their understanding of the concept as well. This is awesome because like, just look at how quickly just with the shapes and then the line tool and just holding down shift, we have Mel visiting us. So thank you, Mel, for joining us today. Mel is from Australia, but she teaches in Colombia. And she says here that she uses pretty much Jamboard, you know, every day. And so she got really excited when you showed her how to draw the straight line because she was using the rectangle tool you know, for to create straight lines. So thank you, Mel, for joining us. Thank you, Rachel. Also, Rachel Kodup, thank you so much for joining us also all the way from the UK, another fellow Aussie. Well, not my fellow Aussie, but a, an Aussie friend, <laughs> yeah. I should say, you know, so it's really great that you guys are here joining us today with uh, Kim and myself. So 
we're excited. But I mean, I, I'm still in awe of how easy you just created this. And and like you said, you can do mind maps. You can do like you said these ideas, your designs in in such an easy way. And so this is awesome. I think that I, I'm learning today. This is definitely a great PD session for myself as well. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad. Um, so just to point out too, like in the Jamboard app, there is assistive writing. Um, and because I'm using the web, I don't have that option. So for elementary students, what they can do is actually, you know, just say they wanted to write um, the word house. And sometimes, you know, their handwriting can be, right. you know, sloppy. So what Jamboard in the app will do is it'll take that, that writing and it'll translate it into the word house and it'll be printed. Um, so it's assistive technology um, with the pen tool and then there's um, assistive technology with the shape tool as well and the drawing tool. So if you're trying to draw like a sun, if you select assistive technology for the drawing, it'll actually give you a list of um, suns that you can pick from to include into your, um, into your jam. So there's a little bit, you know, there's a little bit more functionality with the app, but you know, like I said, this is the web version and I think most people are going to use the web version. Mm -hmm. So that's why I, I wanted to show it off rather than the app. Um, but yeah, so, you know, if you're, if you're using iPads with elementary students, um, definitely download the Jamboard app and you'll notice in the um, toolbar that there'll be like assistive writing or assistive uh, drawing that's available in the shape tool uh, and the pen tool. That is awesome. That is so good to hear. You know, like you said, so many options that are available. But again, it's all about the learning, you know, the, that the students are still have the ability to be involved on the day to day tasks, you know, and for teachers, this tool is a time saver. And this tool, like you said, it's just a, a blank canvas, a workspace, a design thinking space, and that they can come in here, they can put up their lessons, they can manipulate, have the students move things around, have the students add their pictures, representations. I mean, this is great. This is an amazing tool and how much stuff that you can actually jam into a jam board. You see what I did there? <laughs> yeah, I see that. <laughs> I mean, we have to keep in mind too, like, um, you know, there are some limitations uh, that that are in jam boards or in the jam like so you could only have up to 20 frames mm -hmm. so if you're if you think you're gonna need more than that then you may have to split up your um your jam into different files um and you know you can have up to 50 people collaborate on one jam but you know sometimes it gets a little glitchy you know, after, you know, a certain amount. So you may want to keep that in mind too, um, when you're trying to, to use this with your students. But if you're creating like a digital notebook, or if the students are creating something, this is a great way um, for them to showcase what they know, or, or, you know, um, document, you know, any type of brain brainstorming uh, sessions or whatnot. Because what you can do here is you can share it and you can share a jam just like you could um, with any other Google um, file. Mm -hmm. So I can share it with people um, and give them um, access to it. I can um, share the link so that it's only read only. So, you know, you know, that's always available. And what's nice is that you can share it in Google Classroom. So yes. I can create a jam and then put it in an assignment in Google Classroom and then distribute it using make a copy for each student or uh, view or edit for each student. So, you know, you have that ability in there with Google Classroom, too, which is awesome because it, it just it's just another piece of the puzzle that fits perfectly. Right. Yeah, most definitely. And I love all those share features like you shared, I, I mean, or you showed. I mean, how easy is that? Just take that link, you either sharing it with your students via Google Classroom, or you can share it with your students. I believe you can do it also now live through Google Meet as well. And you have your whole classes right there interacting within that Jamboard too as well. And so th those are great tools where students, again, comes back to 
being able to access their learning. And that is awesome. Yeah. So another thing that I wanted to show you too is the three dots. So whenever you see the three dots, it's, it's basically a menu. So if you click on that, um, you can take this, um, this jam and you can download it as a PDF um, and it'll download it everything onto your local computer, as you can see here. And if I open it, uh, I don't know if you can see it. Hold on. There it is. Okay, so you can see that my jam now is a PDF file. So I can, so students can take their jams and download them as a PDF file, um, or you can save a frame as an image. So just say they have this really great mm -hmm. flow chart going here, and this is all that you want to see from them. They can save this frame as an image. And now you can see that it downloaded it as a PNG file. And if I open it, um, it's, do you see it or no? Mm, no, not yet. I don't I think that was it. it. Yeah, so if you see, um, let me see if I can, uh, I don't wanna lose you, but um, did I lose you? No, okay. no, no, I'm good. <laughs> Um, but it downloads it as a PNG file. And then if you need to, you can, um, you know, the students can attach that to an assignment in Google Classroom. Um, you know, you can delete the jam, you can make a copy of it here. So this three dot menu is really a great um, way of, you know, sharing, mm -hmm. you know, either as a PDF or um, as a, as an image. Uh, just think, just think what you can do with a PDF file, right? So like, Teachers are creating digital resources now. So you can um, create maybe like a digital notebook for a specific topic or unit. Mm -hmm. And then you can send that to your students via a PDF file. You can create it in here and then you can download it as a PDF file, send it to them and they have the resource now. So there's a lot of ways that you can manipulate, um, you know, and use those options for your advantage. Yeah. And that's something that I love too. Cause I mean, let's say that you have a student that maybe just couldn't connect that day for some reason problems and, you know, teacher went through the lesson via, you know, the jam so they can share the link to the jam or just say, you know what, let me just download these notes and then you can have them just there ready to go, ready to share out. So nobody misses anything. So you have just different mul multiple ways, actually, I should say of of sharing the content so no one misses out on the learning. And that to me is something that is valuable that that resource either in a P, uh, you know, PDF or just the PNG frame that can be shared out or just the link itself too as well. I mean, it, it's all about getting the information into your students' hands. So that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. So um, can I share some other classroom ideas? Yes, of course, please. Okay, so let me, um, I kind of went through all of this already. So, and I'll make this available for your, for your audience too. Um, so here's some ideas that I came up with for the classroom and some of them I mentioned already, mm -hmm. um, but timelines, um, I love this iconic story writing piece that I thought of that you can do with any age uh, student. Um, you can create to-do lists, you can do sorting activities, um, charts, concept maps, uh, labeling. I know with elementary students, they like to label things. Um, research, brainstorming, graphing, note-taking, exit tickets, sketch notes. So, you know, sketch notes is a big thing now. So you can use Jamboard in here um, for sketch noting. And so, Here's, you know, a way that you can, and I'm going to show your audience this too, how we can app smash with Jamboard. But um, one example is using the Equatio Chrome extension and you can um, create your, um, your equations using Equatio and then insert them into Jamboard. So what you have to do with that is create a Google document with all of your equations and then basically copy the image of that equation and paste it into Jam. So that's app smashing, but you can certainly change the background of that and make it where you, the kids can graph on it. Um, you can use Google Keep with it. 
So Google Keep is an app that you can use on your phone or on the web. And you can take notes on there and create lists and you can download them as an image and insert that into Jamboard. So if you have students maybe doing some type of STEM activity outside and um, they need their phone or their iPad or whatnot and you have Google Keep on it, they can take the notes in there and then insert them right into Jam. Um, so this is an one that you know we we're all using nowadays we're all using some type of video casting tool or screen casting tool so you can certainly do that with jamboard as well you can have your jam opened and show your work and explain how you're solving that equation using screencastify so this is a great another way you can um, app smash um but you can use images to interpret meanings of different you know different um you know, of different concepts. So right here, what do you think I'm saying? Come on, I'm putting uh, think, you on the spot. Think outside the box. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the, right. these are great activities. Like I never even thought about this, you know, as far as images. So I'm sure that some of our audience members just found this to be something that's great and something that's new with the app smashing. But I mean, this activity is just something that is wonderful. Like this really, I'm like, wow, okay, I need to start using this. <laughs> this is a great, It's like an icebreaker. You could use this like for an icebreaker or something, you know, and make it, you know, more custom to what you're doing in class. But this is, you know, everybody has a different interpretation, right? So I'm glad that you got mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I like more about it is you can use it for iconic story writing. So you can have your students write and then use specific icons or um, animals or shapes or objects into a story and just say they have to use those same five icons over and over. They can use those same icons and, and, and create a story. And you can see here that this is my handwriting tool. And then this, I did this in the Jamboard app. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is the um, the tool, the pen tool using the assistive technology I was I was saying before. So you can use it for iconic story writing, um, illustrations. How great is that for like you know any art student or elementary student you know to il illustrate what they're what they're learning? And this is something that one of my students did um, in my school. She was an artistic. So she found this image on the web and she put it into the jam and then she drew it. And this is the Jamboard kiosk that I have in my classroom. So this is the physical hardware. So people say it looks like a giant iPad, um, <laughs> but I could see that, but yeah. So, you know, you know, I had her come up and she drew this on the, on the jam board and, you know, I'm thinking, wow, this is awesome. I got to keep it, you know? So, you know, sh you can do that with your students. Um, again, charts, music, if, if you're in a music class and you need to write your own music, you can certainly use Jamboard for that as well. Um, timelines, so you, you know, this is my timeline here and you can add images and ticks for, you know, your dates or whatnot. Um, you can label. So if you find like an image of just say, you know, this is the United States, but maybe you're you're doing like animal cells or plant cells, you can get the image and put it as the background and then the students can label them. So that's pretty cool. Um, flow charts again to define the design process. Emoji story writing. Again, this is another example of how you can do that. And, you know, basically that's the end of that presentation. But um, yeah, so those were some ideas that I had through, you know, that you can use for classroom ideas. And now since Jamboard is being used so much, there's so many cool ideas that are out there that people are sharing on Twitter. Um, so you can always look through Twitter. I tried to capture a lot of that in my Wakelet collection um, but, you know, there's so many ways people are really using, um, you know, uh, Jamboard nowadays. 
Now, this is something that's amazing. Like just with what you shared and all the app smashing that you've done and even the ideas, like I, I never thought about that, the iconic writing assignment or even, I mean, I thought about it. I was like, oh, well, you can do that with emojis, but with the icons, that's great. Emojis. So there's multiple ways of getting creative here and just really uh, engaging the students. And so this is just great. You know, another avenue that teachers can, you know, really get to the students, reach out to them, and then the students can have fun, you know, using the tech as a tool, but still learning what they need to learn, you know, as far as, you know, creative maps, or like you shared, you know, quick timelines, being very artistic, uh, doing some math. I mean, uh, you know, I like, I love what you did too with the explainer videos too. You can use Jamboard as your whiteboard and you're explaining. So that is something wonderful that even the students can create maybe their own tutorial videos or their own presentations. And yeah. you're getting, you're getting that uh, learning artifact. So, you know, you're seeing their learning taking place. And oftentimes, you know, as teachers, we want to give everything to them. But, you know, and, and they just end up being consumers, but now we can allow them to be creators. And I think that's something that is much needed, just giving the students these tools where they can get creative and they show you what they're learning. And I think that this is a great tool that can do that as well. So, I mean, this is amazing. Now, Kim, I know you said that um, you were going to share your resources. Where can they find the resources? Uh, you mentioned your Wakelet page. Where is it that they can go? Can they find that on your website? Yeah, so if you go to the sweettalk.com, um, there's a Jamboard page here. And on my Jamboard page, um, you can find um, my Get on the Jamboard Train presentation. And there is a Wakelet collection here. And this Wakelet collection um, is really like, I really put a lot of my updates into this Wakelet collection. So if you click on this, you'll get the latest updates from me on about Jamboard and how you can use it in the classroom. Um, the the um, My EdTech agenda that I was showing here is in that Wakelet collection as well. Um, so, you know, if you want, you can visit my website and, and actually click on the Wakelet collection and you'll get everything in there that I have. Um, yeah, but one last thing before I go is I know, you know, I don't want to take up too much time because I could keep talking and talking. Oh, no, um, no worries. Share away, Kim, share away. <laughs> I mean, you can see with my jam that I have here now um, that I did App Smash with Bitmoji um, you know, and I did use Equatio, but I did want to mention that you can also use it with Google Meet too, because that's a new update that came out with Google Meet is um, the integration of Jamboard. So if you, if I can, if that's okay, I created this quick presentation about it because I didn't want to interfere with streaming with StreamYard mm -hmm. and Google Meet. But all you have to do is create a new meeting using meet.google.com and um, join your own meeting. And then what you do is you click the three dots at the bottom and to get to the menu and you'll see a whiteboard option. And when you click on the whiteboard option, this menu shows and you can either create a new jam, a new jam board, or you can use one that's from drive already that you already um, created. And when you create one that's brand new, it'll put the um, the link to that jam right in the chat for your attendees. So all they have to do is click on that link. They have access to it and they can collaborate with you in the Google Meet and use Jamboard at the same time. And what happens is um, Google Meet will name your jam the, the, um, the join code that you had for your Google Meet, as you can see here at the top left. So that's the name of the, the jam. Um, so just be mindful of that. If you need to rename it, you can. And But if you don't wanna rename it, it'll be saved in your drive using that jam or that Google Meet join code. Um, so, you know, they, um, they definitely are trying to um, listen to the teachers, and try to um, you know incorporate feedback um, for 
you know, the feedback that we're giving them or they're trying to update their platforms accordingly because they know that the need is there for them. That is awesome, Kim. Thank you so much for like this valuable, this this wealth of information that you gave us because like, you know, Jamboard is definitely something that should be in every teacher's tool belt and it should be there, you know, at any given time. We know that there are many tools that are out there, but it's always great to have these tools handy. And then of course, you can always take like the app smashing. You take a little bit of this here, a little bit of that there, make it your own and you're personalizing it for your class, for your students to meet their needs. And as you saw, Kim shared some great tips on for accessibility. If students need some reading supports, maybe they need some of that contrast. You saw the, the manipulatives with uh, you know pictures. You saw the, the story writing, the timelines the flow charts. Oh my gosh, the wealth of information. So please make sure you visit Kim's site. And you know, she has all of that set up there for on uh, a Wakelet collection. So I mean, this is awesome, guys. So if I were you, I definitely get jamming with Jamboard, get to that collection, visit Kim at her site, and then you can learn more about Jamboard. And I know Mel was really excited. I just wanted to share Melissa that was here. Um, she shared already the she was really happy about the shift and the line tool, you know, to create a straight line. So she retweeted that right now a little while Yay. ago. So <laughs> as you as you can tell, people learn something new every day. So again, thank you so much, Kim, for just being so amazing. Again, I know I talked to you on your show. I'm going to try not to make you cry this time, but <laughs> sincerely from the bottom of my heart, thank you for everything you're doing and taking the time out of your schedule. And especially, you know, you normally do your, your shows on Mondays. Um, you know, I'm doing them on Saturdays, but thank you for taking the time out of your day to be here and just to just share this knowledge with us. And this is definitely something that's valuable and it's definitely going to pay off dividends for many of our teachers that may be a little scared of maybe using Jamboard. They're not too familiar with it, but now They've got some ideas. They're not starting from zero. They see some great examples and resources. And that is something that is wonderful for them. So thank you, Kim. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're it. welcome. No problem at all. And if anybody wants to share their jam with me and their idea, you can go to my website and and fill out the, um, your, the uh, go to the idea board for Jamboard and fill out the form to share your idea with me. Um, and then I'll post it in my resources so we can help pay it forward for everybody to try to learn it and use it. I mean, the, if you learn a little thing like that little that little tip about the shift key um, and even like Tom Mulaney's, um, you know, demo on how to make right angles. I have that in my weekly collection as well. If you can learn something small like that, then it was a successful um, training session or interaction. So you know, I know I didn't know that either, Mel. It's crazy, right? Something simple like that. So it's, it's you know, like, again, I, I can't, you know, I can't take credit for everything because I'm learning from my PLN as well. I'm just putting it together and paying it forward. Um, some of the ideas that um, that I came up with the classroom um, to use are some of, you know, most of them were mine, my ideas that I had presented but so many people are doing so many wonderful things out there. Um, and it just amazes me how creative people really are and thinking outside the box. So um, I do I do give them all a you know, round of applause for that because the more they share, the more we all can learn and, and pay it forward. Perfect. That is awesome, Kim. And so I just wanted to share, Mel, I know you're in here, but this is her tweet <laughs> that she just shared out right now. Huge reveal for me. How did I never, how did I never know, you know, how to do this? And so here's her tweet. I definitely <laughs> retweeted it and she's sharing with the world. So Mel, thank you so much for being here. Rachel also, thank you so much. And to the rest of our, all our audience that is here listening to us, just follow us on Twitter, follow Kim on Twitter. Uh, Kim, where can they find you? I think, yeah, you do have your handle there. So let me go back here. You can follow Kim at the underscore tech underscore lady. And of course, you can follow us here on our show at My Ed Tech Live. And I also wanted to share something with you guys as well. So if you can go and visit us at myedtech.life, myedtech.life, here is our new site where you can find all our episodes. 
Uh, you can find us on all of these major platforms here. So again, just stop by. You can subscribe. You can go ahead and drop us a line here, uh, you know, for any updates. And if you would like to contact us for anything to give us any feedback, you can definitely drop us a line if you'd like to be a guest on our show. And you can even drop us a voice message. That's right. Click on the little microphone here. Give us a little voice message, a little feedback, and then maybe we'll share it out on the next episode, next show. We'll give you guys shout outs so you can stop by. And of course, don't forget to check out what is in store at our My EdTech Life store. You know, go so go ahead and check all of that out. We've got some great gear that'll keep you warm and looking fresh this winter. So you guys make sure you stop by. Don't delay. Shop today. <laughs> all right, guys. So thank you so much for again, Kim, for being here. And thank you so much to all of you, our, our supporters, all our listeners. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. If you have been with us since the beginning. Thank you very much for always, you know, hanging out with us on Saturdays or watching our shows, sharing our podcast, retweeting. It really means a lot to me from the bottom of my heart because be it's because of you that we do what we do. Like Kim says, it's all about paying it forward. For, uh, for myself, I just say it's connecting educators one show at a time and creating a PLF, a professional learning family. So thank you guys for joining us today on My Ed Tech Live. And next week, we're going to be taking a little break. We're going to be taking a Saturday off, but we'll be back on uh, that following Saturday, which will be November 7th. So again, next week, we won't have a show. Get some time to just reset, unplug, and get ready for the month of November. We're really excited about some great shows that are lined up for that month. So stay tuned for all the news. Meanwhile. Visit us again, myedtech.life. Check out all our past episodes and our videos as well. Give us a like, subscribe to our channel. And till next time, stay techy, my friends. Bye. Bye.